Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends anonymously. You know when you're fucked up and you take all these photos of a group like oh, yeah. we did? I didn't even know you did that. We took so many group photos and like we literally look off our head. Welcome back to Kaleidogos 2022. Woohoo! I literally just got back from my long, relaxing holiday and straight back into the office. No, I'm actually in Steph's bedroom. Straight Um, back into my bedroom. Having a Margie, sharing a Margie. Just back to our normal antics. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Um, So tell me, how was your vacay? Oh, so good. So weird to be even talking about it like it's like gone. Mm. Like it went so quick. Like I can't believe it's just done now. Like I've got Melbourne though on Sunday, but that's still like like the beach holidays done. Like that long done. trip that we were looking forward to just goes in like a second. A second. Like went to Foster, as I said, up to my auntie's place um, for Christmas. I spent a few days there and it was like the best weather ever. Like I'm so not used to having good weather over Christmas. Like it was like it's we were in another shit. like country even. I was like this is like doesn't – I don't even remember the last time I had a sunny Christmas. So I had a great time there, um, just like fucking swam and got my base tan sorted for Byron. And then from then I drove up with my sisters um, and like were there with my family. Eddie was in Dubbo with the dog. Then I literally got picked up from Tyree Mackers, bloody packed as hell, I must say, at that time of year, like just after Christmas um, from Eddie. <laughs> And we went to straight to Byron and I was there, as you know, because you came and met me for I like did. a week in the first house. We were there for New Year's, which was, how did, how did you find New Year's? You had a bit of a more, maybe I'll stop there because you came to yes. that bit of the trip. So I had a weirdly good holiday despite the circumstances. So Jarch went back to the country about a week before Christmas and got covid And so his Christmas was ruined and then he had to isolate for seven days, which meant our holiday over New Year's. Yeah. And in Yamba was now fucked. So I couldn't go to New Year's and that was all cancelled because everyone was freaking out about COVID. And then I had Yamba booked for three nights and I was like, I can either stay home or I can go. And then a couple nights before Christmas, I had a really big night with like Jordana and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. And they all got COVID, but I didn't. So I was like, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on because Steph gets sick so easily. Like, no offense, you're always kind of something. Like maybe you'll have one good week and then the next week, like you kind of feel a bit shit. Like I've never known for you to be like solid month feeling great maybe you've always got a day I've gotten better but I'm, I've better, always yeah. got headaches and shit yeah so when like this COVID pandemic kind of like is now hitting Sydney and fucking the whole of Australia really badly I was like Steph 100% will fucking get it like and get it bad like you'll be bedridden I'll be down and out and she's like literally I've just dodged it so, dodged I, it I so many times you did, week. but like at the end, like, yeah, do you still have it? No, I'm negative. Okay, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> While I'm sitting here opposite you without a fucking mask on. 
Um, like it was pretty amazing. Like I was like, I, I was like laughing with Eddie and I was like, I bet she's fucking lying. Like she's doing these tests because she kept telling me like, I just like don't want this to ruin my holiday. Like no matter what, like I just want to be able to get there. I just don't want to get COVID. Like this is like, you know, my time off. Like I don't even care. Like I'm coming to Amber, then I'm going to do this thing without Jarch. Like do your little trip without him. Yeah, like you were like to get into so that. motivated. And then I was like laughing to Eddie because we kept being like, oh, how's your test each day? And we were like, who fucking even knows if she's even doing them? Like I was just like, wait till she gets really lit one night and it'll just all come out in a year's time or something. Like <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I actually was wigging because it was so etched to travel with COVID. Yeah. But, but like I if no one do, knows. I would, <laughs> well, yeah, if no one knows. <laughs> oh, fuck, you know. Like who, yeah. Anyway, anyway I – Anyway, this sounds- anyway, 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 that's what anyway. you <laughs> um, But I went, so I had a huge night with a big group of people and all like half of them got COVID and then the ones that did the negative rapids, they then turned positive on like day two and I was mm. still negative, day three, negative, day four. Then but I you ju- went to, did you go to, but you went to Yamba like before that, didn't you? Didn't you just go and I drove on like day three. Yeah. Went to Yamba, um, which was amazing. I'd recommend anyone to have a solo holiday. I loved it so much. It's so something I would never, ever you do. You would never That's like do my it. worst nightmare. Like sitting in a room by myself, like waiting to see if I've got COVID and like not really being able to do anything. Like I reckon I would have had a full-blown anxiety attack. I, on the contrary, loved it. I know. You were sending me like weird room tours. Like I was like, what? Are you yeah. okay? And the funniest thing was I'm like, what are you going to do the whole time up there? And you were like, um, I'm just going to meditate and journal. And I was like, who the fuck are you? And then we were all laughing in our house because I was staying with a few of our mutual friends waiting for Steph to get up to bar and like if she was all okay and no COVID. And everyone was like, fuck, can't wait for news. And we're all really fucked up. And like to get your journal out and to start reading out like what you'd been writing in your three days of isolation. Unfortunately, though, you never wrote in your journal. So that was absolute No, bullshit. so I ended up um, watching a lot of shit on my laptop sitting out on the balcony because I had a huge balcony in the sun. Yeah. Can I just ask, like, were you shouting at the laptop again? Like with your dog? Because then that's the other thing I learned about Steph on this trip. Like she talks to like Real Housewives or it's whatever she's real watching. It's only Real Housewives. Like she's in the show. She's like, oh, Janine, like that <laughs> outfit is just like, what? Oh, no, no. What were you saying? It was like, oh, no, Janine. Like, no, I said. She's no, African-American. I- like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> on real any real whatever the name is i'm getting them all wrong yeah so fuck what's her name not meredith not oh jen shaw so one of the women call jen shaw and if you watch salt lake city you know exactly what i'm talking about one of the chicks calls her a mexican thug and i said to the laptop like She's not Mexican, Mary. She's Tongan. And we were all in the other room, like, Eddie and stuff. And Eddie was like, what the fuck to Judge? Like, who's she talking to? Like, she talking to the fucking, like, show on her laptop? And Judge is like, yeah, she does it, like, all the time. Eddie's like, it's literally like she is in the show with him at the dinner party. Like, you're I can't like, tell you like, what how- are you wearing? <laughs> like, and- <laughs> My messages to Belle Doyle are literally like... Does Belle like it too? She's obsessed. So I'm like, I'll just read you some because they're so funny. Oh, God. So she, I'm like, um, also, have you watched latest Salt Lake? Meredith's outfit to Wild Rose launch party, Wild was, Rose un- launch party. was unfortunately <laughs> deplorable. And then she was like, OC is so shit but hard not to watch. Shannon is unhinged. They're all fame whores. 
And then I'm like, I hate OC too, but watching Heather versus Shannon and Heather's complete inauthenticity yet overwhelming wealth just keeps me going. Her and Terry are so odd. Like oh. we literally. <laughs> like, anyway. It's just like your life. Anyway, it's sorry, we've life. gone off track. But like that just reminded me because I really noticed that being in the next room. Yeah, like, so <laughs> got to Yamba, then Tom Faye um, and Indy and this other girl, Georgie, who fingers crossed is coming on the podcast. Oh, yes. Uh, as a guest, which will be really interesting, kind of adopted me. So we just chilled with them, went to the beach. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're going to the beach. And so I went with them, then got up to Byron. And I told them about what happened in Byron. I mean, in Yamba, you rang me that day, the sad story. Oh, yeah. That was a bad day because you're having such a good trip. Can you revisit it? Yeah, I can revisit it. Okay, revisit it now. Yeah. So I wear this ring of my mum's that is like I've worn it for like 10 years and it's like a big gold ring with like a tiny little diamond on it and like I've never taken it off and I was swimming having a really good day and then I was walking like I was in the shallows and of like Angari Beach and it literally just slipped off my finger and I just watched it just wash away and I was so embarrassed because there were quite a few people at the beach and I was like I don't know what to do right now. Like I don't know whether to cry or laugh. And like Indy goes, oh, my God. And then she's like trying Did to she run say and drop off. She's trying to run and find it. And then Tom and Georgie are like scouring the beach. And then it's so awkward to be like, okay, guys, we can stop looking now. Like it's gone. Yeah, because everyone's kind of like not knowing yeah. when to stop because obviously it was important to you. Like you yeah. told them. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It really hit home. I was like, I'm just going to go call my mum and tell her. And I like walked away and I burst into tears and mum thought like I'd been arrested or something <laughs> fucked. And I was like, not oh, out of the ordinary or anything. <laughs> yeah, she probably thought I did something fucked, which wouldn't be surprising. And she was like, I was like, I've lost your gold ring. It's so fucked. And she's like, it's fine, darling. Who cares? Da, 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 da. But she doesn't actually know that I've also lost another mm. one of her rings at the races. When you were off your face. <laughs> we were on the dance floor and it flung off my finger and I was crawling along the floor looking for it. Mm. Weren't you guys crawling? I was there. We were you there. were crawling on the floor too. It's the worst feeling when you lose jewellery because it's like you know it's there but you can't find it. Yes. Like it's such a weird thing. You're like it was. it's here. I know I saw it fall off. Like it's somewhere here. I know it's here it's but like I can't find it. It's like a thing when you can't it. get like you can't remember a name or you can't remember you know what I mean? And you want to Google it, but you're trying to remember it because it's so frustrating and you can't go on with the conversation without looking it up. Yeah. It's like that kind of feeling, but 20 times worse. L- like that is the thing. perfect explanation. Mm. And I was just like, fuck me. This is so annoying. Anyway, then I went back to the, like, we had a really nice day at the beach. And then I went back to my hotel room and like cried by myself for ages. And called me. And then, no, I called you at the beach, but then I oh, called then my mum So I didn't after. make you feel any better. No, you did. <laughs> Actually, Ella goes, oh, Steph, but you lost your mum's other ring as well. And I'm like, fuck off. Really can't hear this right now. <laughs> it just made me think about it because I'm like, fuck, this rings like very similar bells to something else that happened not long ago. Like it was a good few years ago, I must say. Like it's been a while. I but I lose everything. Yeah. I lost a shoe. I go like this in the water because I wear my engagement ring. Do in you? Don't waves. do that now. Not deep, but like if I'm going in even like in a Vogue environment. But just I don't always do that go now. like this. Like I, cl- like I just... Yeah, clamp my hands really tight when I go under the waves. And he's always like, where's the ring? Like always looks up. You need to take it off now. I know. I have nightmares of it just like Because you'll never off. find it. I know. It just fucking goes. It just sinks into and the And is sand. it insured? No. 
I would be really taking that off for a swim. Yeah, no, no. Just learn from me. Touch my lucky crystals on the table and hope that that it doesn't go missing. Um, Anyway, you got up to Byron in the end though. Got up to Byron. You joined the house party that we had. We were there with like a few couples. We had – That was so fun. um, One – Indy couldn't come up, one of Steph's oldest girlfriends who goes out with – Scotty, he's one of our friends too. So he was – so we nearly all – the whole group were, was nearly there. We just had one COVID incident. Um, and then Steph kind of joined in because we had a spare room because we actually were supposed to have other people up. But, again, COVID kind of fucked it. Yeah, I joined. I always am a late joiner of things of yours. Really? Where Historically, else have you been? pair in the fire. Oh, like I'll yeah. come in. Red hot. You were fine though this year. Yeah, I was good this year. Like nothing really – Nothing no, really that weird happened. You were like convulsing on the couch at one point. Do you know what? what's so scat, which so many people will relate to? You know when you're fucked up and you take all these photos of a group like oh, yeah. we did. I didn't even know you did that. We took so many group photos and like we literally look off our head and I just put them up on stories and then I had people. No, the funniest thing is how you put N and you were trying to, weren't you trying to spell Eddie's name? No, no, like no. Ned? I tagged everyone in the story and Except. then hid, hid the name so it wasn't up and then one of the stories <laughs> where we look so fucked, it just has us looking fucked and then Ed. So I've obviously gone to try and tag Eddie. And, and just like, written it in bold, big writing just, above his head or something. And then I got all these DMs being like, wow, whoa. When did you delete it? That night? Or did you wake up and we go? No, no, no. I deleted it that night. Yeah. I got into bed and I had some real DMs. I hate it. I hate that feeling the next day. Like being like, what the fuck did I put up last night? And that's like when why I don't look at my phone when I'm really hungover in the morning. Because I'm like, I've got really bad anxiety on what I put up or what I took. Like, Well, I had to delete a few that I thought were fine at yeah. the time of me like cheering you and Ruby dancing. See, being I like, even, yeah. yeah, yeah, the girls. And I'm like, I want to fucking die they're right dying now. oh so that went on all night and i just never saw it yeah i deleted it as soon as i woke up oh was it really bad yeah fuck so we're <laughs> i'm so glad when i'm fucked i don't really go on my phone though. i don't look at any other people's stories so i just never saw the story that you did until you told me all about that in the morning you were wigging the out. best was at the end of the night like some ben or someone was telling a story about something and ella was just lying there with her hand on her head like obviously i was so tired really tired and sick and like kind of like shaking on the couch and i kept trying to involve ella because i was like just come and join the convo and i was like don't you reckon ella and you'd be like yeah and i don't because <laughs> i get really because i think when you start drinking really early and it was new year's like you fucking go hard pretty early and then by like what it was probably like fucking 12 30 i was so done i went and passed out in my bed with my dog yeah we were in bed by one yeah. but when i and went even- to bed eddie and stuff were arguing about whether a guy was bullied or not in school and I reckon oh, it was so like a 10-minute argument. Oh, and I was, They stayed up till like 5 in the morning. Yeah, well, I went out there to go chill with them. I was like, this is the most boring chat and went to bed. No, they have the weirdest conversations about shit. Like that's why I go to bed sometimes because it's like I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like they, that debate would have gone on for more than 10 minutes. It would have gone on for like an hour max, I reckon. And it was just back and forth. Back and forth. So, so yeah, anyway, stupid, so then, yeah. Then, yeah. After by New Year's Eve... I think we really got that wild after that. By then, because we'd been there for a few nights, I was like so dead by the end of it. Like I, I was, was keen to flare the next yeah. day, but I couldn't. Because it was anything. like your first night. Oh yeah, you went out the next night. Was that the night we went down to Bang Bang and you were trying to go to the pub? Yeah, I was, was trying that to. New Year's Day already. Yeah, so I was trying to go to flight facilities, but Byron was just 
So busy. So busy. It wasn't that busy before you got there. Like we were like, fuck, it's going to be so bad. And then we kind of got in everywhere and it was all sweet. And then it's just like kind of hit that point where everything started shutting down because of COVID. Because obviously (laughs) there was so many people with COVID partying up there and just spreading it like wildfire. Like I reckon every other house I know up there got COVID. My two sisters got COVID too, like when they got back. I got COVID as soon as I got back too. Yeah. But I didn't even know I had it. I just did a test because I wanted to go see my dad because his home had an outbreak. So we couldn't see him for Christmas. And I did a test and I was like, oh, fuck, I've got COVID, which is even weirder because I had no symptoms. I no, had no, one, so weird from you. One day where I felt kind of shit and that was it. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, when we left that house, a few, a few of the people got it like the next two days later yeah a few of the girls everyone I know has had it yeah and then we moved on to Shambhala anyway which is like no we went to Brunswick oh I went to Brunswick fuck yeah we did the intermission of um the night because we had a spare night in between like moving to our next accommodation and we were like fuck it let's go to Brunswick Heads like so close to Byron but so like not talked about enough it was really cool there over Byron yeah we loved it we had like a really good foodie area it's a great town like it's so cute it's like very old school coastal beach, northern like New South Wales it's the beach best. town. Um, great for dogs as well. I like, can bring the dog everywhere, like on the beach. There was like, went out to that really nice Italian and we just looked it up, Lilo's or whatever. Lilo's, really good. Went to the good. pub. So I've had a great time filming people there. That was so good. You need to, I'm going to tell, so then Eddie's sister joined us. Oh yeah, Eddie, yeah, Amelia came. When Amelia. we got to Brunswick Heads, I was like, I'll go pick up Amelia on the Gold Coast border because all of you know I love the Goldie. I was like, anything to get as close to the Gold Coast as I can, I'll do. And I rang her and she's like, I'm so hungover. She was vomiting. She'd been partying hard in the Gold Coast. She'd been partying hard as fuck. And anyway, (laughs) so I was like, okay, I'm leaving now. It's like a 40-minute drive from Brunswick to Tweed Heads. You were really excited about that drive. Like I'm like, fuck you're nice. But like I always forget you love driving. I love like, driving. You love it. Yeah. I love driving. And I was like, so I got to Tweed Heads and I was like, this town is such a vibe. And I couldn't believe that like I was on the border of Queensland. Like I was literally like. Yeah, you were just wigging out. You were ringing me. be like, oh, my God, I think I can see the border. I'm like, <laughs> and? And you're like, oh, my God, Ella, I think I'm on the border of New South Wales and Queensland. I'm like, cool, mate. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. So I was excited. I've seen you in a while, and you're like, oh, "All I need now is a bloody what you RSL shardy." And then you went on to do your funny fucking weird videos, like yeah. There. So then I got there, got a subway, had a you cookie, got a subway? Did you, you didn't tell meatball, me that bit? Meatball did sub. Did you get a meatball sub? Yeah, sat in the car park and ate it, and I was like, "Oh, I feel so good right so now." So at home. And then I drove down to the water and I saw the Tweed Heads RSL and I was like, where are you, Millsy? And she's like, I'm on the highway. I can't get an Uber. And even when and I do. vomiting I, and stuff. Vomiting. Like, sounded so bad. Like, that's my worst nightmare from her. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all good. I'm just going to go to the RSL and have a Chardonnay. So I walked in by myself in like shorts and a bikini top and they're like, you can't come in like that. And I was like, can I wrap my towel around my um, bikini and make it look like a top and they're like yeah that's all good and this was literally the dream RSL it went over three levels I know I saw all the videos there was literally like a floor of pokies yes. machines I got a Chardonnay which was like the size of a yeah, house like, only because I'm like are you all right like are you gonna be too over the limit you're like I only had a glass and then I saw in her story she had like a carafe a carafe a carafe of bloody carafe. white wine. I'm like, that's not fucking one glass of white wine, stuff. That's like three. Yeah? I literally <laughs> sat there and just watched people pay, play the pokies. And, and filmed everything. And filmed everything until Amelia came. You needed your vlog camera there. 
I you know. would have loved it. Yeah, what happened to Amelia though? She wasn't allowed in. Wasn't the lady a bitch at the door? Yeah, Amelia wasn't allowed in because she had luggage. So then I had to cut my whole experience short. And then we drove back and in oh, that no, time, yeah. Ella rang me and she's like, having a freak out I'm about wigging the dog. out about the dog. And I was like, what? And she's like, you know, I just think, you know, he was barking when we left him. And apparently Jarch went upstairs <laughs> and asked the people because it was a split level, a com. Yeah, because I was more conscious of them. That's why I get weird about it because like I, um, side note, like crate trained the dog before we went away. <laughs> and actually life-changing but then I was like so weird like in the first bone house whatever he was so good no issues and I was like left him and it was so weird because I was telling you and Jarch I was telling Jarch when we left like crate training's like next level it's changed my life and he was like yeah it's so fucking good blah 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 yeah walked out of the door like Steph had already left and the boys wanted to go have a drink at the fucking golf club near us and the dog just starts like losing its shit like fucking barking going crazy and I'm like have I just like fully jinxed myself? Like I didn't touch any wood because I usually touch wood if I say it because I'm like, I don't, I always believe in saying something and then it happens, like, you know, the opposite you happens. You yourself. And I was like, fuck. And then I started getting anxious because I knew people had moved in upstairs and we saw them on the way out and they were really like Aussie knockabout kind of family and Jarch was like, hey, can I get your number? Like our dog's barking. They're like, what kind of dog is it? And we're like, they're like, does it want it to come up here? And we're like, oh, it's a Rottweiler puppy like kind of thing they're like how big is it and I'm like 50 kilos and they were kind of laughing me like oh and didn't I was he like, say he had Rottweilers he had Rotties before but I was like look I, I know Tonka wouldn't like being with randoms he would have been like fucking freaking out so I was like no nah, it's probably better that he stays in the crate but just let me know if he like you know stops and I was like it's so weird and he was like going mental though like weird sounds coming out of that cage mm. and then and apparently of- you were like to Eddie do you think the cage is going to collapse on him and because no, like, he had him? that in his own <laughs> And Eddie's like, no. And then Ella's like, Ned, did you put the crate together properly? Yeah, no, then did I started having a together complete properly? freak out about it. Like I start like wigging. Like that's when like as soon as I get a thought in my head, it just like snowballs. I'm like, oh, my God, the worst is going to happen. And so I dropped the boys at the golf club, didn't even go in. I sat in the car because I was so anxious. Yeah, she and rang, rang me. Stare. And I was like, anyway, i got to go. I'm going in the RSL. And I was like, no, wait, wait, what should I do? And then I was like, fuck, okay, next person to contact is Nikki, our dog trainer, who's overseas in Italy. And so I started messaging her. <laughs> I'm so glad I went to tweet her. And I was just like, Nikki, I'm so confused. The dog's being so good on here and he's barking. She's like, did you cover the crate? And I was like no not fully and she's like well you need to cover the whole crate like he's just like in a new place like blah 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 like he needs to be like and I was like ah light bulb moment after that god Nikki you're good like fucking she's amazing amazing it was fine after like we left him then on like all good um so yeah then anyway we caught up I went back though because I was so anxious and sat on the couch and watched fucking Emily Emily in Paris Paris. while everyone else was drinking and having fun I just like couldn't enjoy myself and then waited for you. And yeah, then, you got then in. we got back. Then we had dinner at a really cool restaurant called Lilo's, yeah. which we said. Oh, we went to the pub before. We went to the packed. pub, which People was People were like sick. fucking partying hard there. There was a live band. It was so good. Yeah. And then... We kind of, yeah, the next day. Then, then we went to bar, went to one of my favourite spots. It's right on the beach at... Um, Belongeau, which is just not like in the centre of Byron. It's kind of on the other opposite side of Water Goes. It's up the other end. Um, dog friendly. Dog friendly, like hotel thing. They've got a few like um, villas. accommodation villa things on the beach, which is rare, which I always say it's like bloody billion dollar lane, like billion. I always say like a billion dollar road there, like with all that. There's I only know. like 10 houses there and it's all, you know, pretty out there. And this one place has like four like affordable places for the where you are like it's a good price really good price and you can bring your dog and, and it's you're out of front. town 
out of town on like this amazing beach in Byron and loved it. Like we just like it got was so stuck fun. Into it. it was so good. Like we had chilling. one big night at the new Italian joint. Um, oh, yeah, and had everyone back on our Belongio had our own Beach deck Italian. Yeah. yeah, that was so good. And we um came back and had everyone on the deck and stuff, and it was just like real summer kind of vibe, wasn't it? So fun. We have our own, we had our own like private little bar area because like you get all different like areas. Areas. Oh yeah, so yeah, so then so then we had this one incident we have to tell everyone about. We were on the beach. Okay, and then after that, no more dog chat. No, this is not <laughs> the dog chat. This is about Mia. Oh, but and the dog Theo. Yeah, but the funny thing is about Mia. That's like your idol. Yeah, or yeah. Or the okay, other okay. chick is. You tell Jessie. it because this was like a big thing for you. This okay, is like so the best person you could ever run into. We're really hungover one day and we went for a swim. And as I was walking down the stairs to the beach, I was like, oh, my God, that's Mia Friedman. Because I already know she goes to Byron every year from stalking her. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Mia Friedman. And she's there with her son and her son's girlfriend, Jessie Stevens. Oh, my God, Jessie. Who I'm also obsessed yeah, with. Yeah, like fucking froze up when you saw her. I was like, Jesus. It's anyway, not like Kardashians. I was dying because I'm obsessed with Jessie and her book Heartsick, which I highly recommend. And she hosts heaps of podcasts. And I, I just, do want to read that book now after you told yeah, me. Yeah, I just idolise her. Anyway. We're on the beach and then Mia's daughter came up to us and was like, who I know, her name's Coco. I don't know her. I just know that she her was name's cute. Coco. She was really lovely. And she was like, is this your dog? And I was like, no, it's someone's dog up the road. We've returned it before. It was called Theo. And anyway, then Jessie, then we walk past and she she was smiling and I was holding the dog. And, and we were, I was like, oh, my God, is that that and I was like, chick? And you I was shut like, up, Ella. <laughs> do I say it? Do I say hi? Do I say like I I've can't already. I believe you didn't say hi. Like. I was too scared. Yeah. You were really scared. That's so not like you though. No, normally I would say like, hey, I love your stuff. But I, I felt like it was a bit intrusive because they're like at their house or something. I don't know. She's coming in. She smiled though. She smiled hectically. Yeah. And I was like, I've already met, DM'd her before being like, no, no, your you book like changed my life. And yeah. she wrote back. Anyway, return the dog, whatever. I had to go into two different houses yeah, well, to return Yeah, that was it. like a lot as well. Because then I thought Steph went missing. Like I was like, it's definitely that house up the end because I'd seen it on a walk with the dog and it had run out of the house and there's like a sick house at the very end. And then we thought the stairs up was that one, but it was actually the house next door. So Steph was like... Walking in a random house. In a random house. She went to two random houses. But I thought it would have been like 10 minutes and I literally thought she'd been kidnapped. I was just, <laughs> I was screaming your name for like five minutes on the beach from the bottom of the stairs. I didn't, but you couldn't be fucked going I, no, up. I, not fucked. I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going up there. Like, because I had heaps of like beware, like private property signs, like really hectic looking house. I and thought I like, you'd be nah. wigging. And I went into the first house and this... Guy was sitting there just reading the paper and I go, hello, is you're this your, your fucking dog? bikini and the dog? Yeah, I was literally in a bikini and he's like, no, not my dog. And he's like, I think it's the next door's dog. So I went next door and it was like cruel intentions, this family, like this really hot daughter. Sickest house. Though. Sickest house. And the dad was really hot and I was like, oh, okay. That is skateboard ring. That is like skateboard ring. on the ring. fucking beach in Byron, like their and house. I returned their fucking dog and I was like, is this your dog, Theo? They're like the brother who was called River or the daughter was I called like River. Yeah, so cool. And then the dad came out and I'm like, I felt like an ice addict. I was like, hey, can I walk through your house? <laughs> Why did you feel like Because he looked at me and I like, returned the dog. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I walk through your house to get back to the beach? Like I'm staying all the way down the road. And he's like, what for? And I'm like, to get back down to the beach. Like I've just returned your dog and yeah he's like, can you say thank you and he's like yeah yeah just go straight that way and it's this huge house it looks like a mykonos villa like it's, it's all, all white so like cool. rendered beautifully 
And I walked down and I was like fucking walking. I didn't even know where I was walking and I'm in a fucking bikini and no one's helping me and I'm just like trying not to. Meanwhile, I'm like literally having a panic attack on the beach trying to decide if I should go and tell the boys like to try and rescue you because I wasn't. (laughs) Like I was like, what do I do? I was like, I literally was about to give you one more minute and then I was running back like really quick. (laughs) I was standing on the beach like going, Sam, (laughs) Sam. Is in broad daylight, uh, and then you you re- you returned. Un- I returned unscathed. Unscathed. Yeah, I was gonna go unscathed. I was, I was like, like, that's mm. not right. <laughs> anyway, so few recommendations from Byron. I'm gonna say, Belongiel Beach Italian, Bay Leaf for Brekkie, Divino. Yeah, you like? Oh yeah, these places you hadn't been. Yeah, places I hadn't been. Um, apparently the massages from Comma are like the best massages you yeah, could get. Yeah, you'd get, yeah, I was supposed to go with Scotty because, but it was like a, but I didn't wake up in time and it was like a couple's massage and I was like, is that fine? Like, will you be okay if I go? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're not in a, like, you know, like, it's not like You're that. not going to hook up. No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like romantic. Maybe she'd be upset because she was missing out. It's and indie. She I know. I thought fuck. that after I said it, obviously. I'm like, indie's like the most chilled out girl ever. But I was laughing because I was like, can I come? Like, I kind of just invite myself and then it was like a full-on because like you know um Mushin and his girlfriend Izzy were going together like it was like a date thing and then they roll you up in a cocoon apparently they were telling me and they whisper shit in your ear oh my god I love that yeah and then yeah didn't they say they were getting like a bit stiffy yeah the boys were they're a bit stiffy vibe but they everyone who got the massage said it was the best massage they've ever had I know then you rang because we were like we need to get in there like I'll do a couple's thing with you like let's go and we just couldn't get in they were fucking booked out Definitely recommend that though if you can book in advance. Yeah, where else? Well, we love. Um, well, then I was gonna say also. I love folk. Folk, Can I take you there. Or you didn't go this yeah, time. Yeah, no, no, I've been though. Oh, the new bakery was great. Oh yeah, that was really good. What was that it's called? On the corner, it's like you, yeah. I'll put it in the notes. And then obviously, like, yeah, where else did we go that was actually new though? Oh, the Indian. You didn't come there with I me. I didn't go to that. Um, and then I went to the new Greek as well, Cuisina. That was great. Was that um, good? Yeah, so good. It's BYO, so you pay like. So different. So obviously when you go like Byron's quite expensive, like all this, you know, you go out every night and you just it is whatever, you're in holiday expensive. mode. But Cuisina's really cute. Like you literally pay 50 a head and don't have to look at a menu. You just sit out there. It's outside. Like you feel like you're in Europe when it's a balmy night. Like it's outside with fairy lights out in the middle of that industrial area. Yeah. Like all decorated. Like it's all like really growing up with like palm trees and, you know, it's Love very that. cute. So you order that and then it's BYO. So you bring your wine and you sit there and you just have a nice meal. You don't have to look at them and they bring it out like. Oh, my God, amazing. So it's so good because when I saw my cousin and his partner actually and I told her I was going there that night because they live in Byron and they, she was like, I always go there with girlfriends like for big like birthdays. It's BYO, it's yeah. BYO and it's like really reasonable. Like you get so much food. I swear someone had a recovery there too. Probably. It's so Lisa cute. Mandy maybe. Maybe, yeah. It's so she cute. maybe went to the other one. Anyway, um. Oh, Harvest is great too. And then I will recommend going up to Clunes because then I had this really good wine, this banana nana wine. Did I tell you about yeah, this? Yeah, I saw wine? It. Yeah. And then I was like, where do you get this? Like I've seen this before. And she's like, oh, you know, they grow it. Like they literally grow it just down the road in Clunes. And I was like, I was like, really? Like I didn't know wine was even could be made in bone. It's too hot. Yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, it's just at the bottle shop. So the next day, the day that we left and we we're going to Avoca, we drove there on the way home for breakfast and it's like the best cafe, like so yum. And then the Clunes bottle shop is attached and it's all really cool, arty, like different brand of wine. Oh my like God, really, we need to put that you in You would there. love it. Like we got so much Did yummy wine. Did you do wine. a story on that in Avoca? 
I yeah. did a story. I've got all the fur. I've yeah. got, I bought heaps. I've spent the fortune in there. I brought it all back the wine. I bought so many bottles. Oh to have. my God. Yeah. So put that in the clones in the record. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, that your trip kind of, oh, you had Jarch up there and then you guys fucked off and went to. Went to Walker. That was so nice. The parents were so generous. Why? What did they do? They got me a bottle of Lalabo for Christmas. No. Which one? No, my favourite. In a huge (gasps) hundred mil bottle. Give it to me. That's the one I got from many years ago. I've still got it. That's how my... It lasts for so long, Steph. For you it does. Oh, it's my favourite scent. Like, can you... best. And they got me all this other stuff. That is so nice. So generous. Wow. Yes, then you went to Avoca. Yeah, anyway, I've been in Avoca for a few days um, and that's where I ended up. Yeah, Avoca was really good. We actually found – Eddie's family do it every year. We figured out that was like this has been my like 11th year in Avoca or something fucking crazy. And ran, they didn't think they were going to go this year because they couldn't find a place. And, Amelia, and it was meant to be your wedding. Meant to be our wedding as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, then Steph and Jarch left and we had two romantic nights in the romantic room up the front on the beach there, Eddie mm. and I. Very, very nice when our, our wedding was supposed to be on, which was so relaxing and beautiful. Beautiful. Love that beautiful. word. Beautiful. So anyway, after that though, skipping forward, being in a vocar, really good. They couldn't, didn't think they were going to get a house and then they probably got the best house they've ever got, like ever. Like it was so, so nice. such a vibe. We had the best weather, brought the dog, dog loved it. Beach walks every day, tanning, just relaxing. So And nice. then I had to get a fucking train home today, which just like completely, just like the end of my summer holidays, like catching the train with my suitcases because Eddie's not coming back until tomorrow. And I literally like public transport with like a lot of bags is a fucking nightmare. I nearly didn't get off at my stop at Hornsby, had a complete freak out. Eddie was like, make sure you like – stay away like you know get off your phone for your stop because you might miss it you've got to change at Hornsby and I was like oh my god just shut the fuck up like it's fine <laughs> I'm an adult literally nearly missed it I had to chuck my shit on the like on the platform and the sliding doors and this lady had to get her up off her seat to help me because I'm going fuck 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 and I was trying to hold everything <laughs> running down the stairs by myself and everything was going everywhere and all my how cameras. many bags did you have two suitcases and my laptop bag my camera big bag and my handbag I just wouldn't do that. No. And then so got off. Eventually it's so hot today. And then I had to change to go to Milson's Point. Got on and some, you know, when you have people that just want to talk. Yes. So this guy sat down with all his suitcases and looked at me going, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm obviously on my phone. Like, yeah, lovely. Don't talk to me. I'm like, I'm at the end of my trip. Like I wouldn't really. And then I started rambling on about like how I wouldn't usually be on a train. Like I got really weird about it, like with all my suitcases, but he had suitcases too. And he was like, oh, have you been in Byron? I'm on my way to Byron. I was like, cool. And then I just like looked at my phone. (laughs) I didn't even say goodbye to me when I got off. I just like couldn't be bothered. I was just so shook by the whole thing. I just. How many hours total? Oh, it's only an hour and a half hour or something but I couldn't go on my laptop there's no reception because you're going through like tunnels and stuff could you hotspot no no that's what I was trying to do hotspot that's so annoying anyway but so now I'm here and we're just like I came back early because we've got our very good friend Sarah's hens tomorrow and Steph's in a bit of a rush she's got a wedding tonight then she's hosting after the we've got a boat Mm. tomorrow we've got to wake up style that then she's having everyone back here so and it's all Mykonos themed Mykonos themed so I've been shopping up at bloody air and a fair Got a few um, nice things. New nice things for the boat to decorate it with. And we're all ready to 
party and then I go to Melbourne on Sunday morning so I still have a bit of a trip for two that nights. will be an amazing wedding yeah I'm excited and then we've got um the Australian Open which I'm even more excited to go to after I watch the fucking Venus and Serena Williams movie last that's night. a great recommendation fucking amazing so motivating really I a great that. movie to start the year off I'm like fuck did you is- get to, I feel like athletes have the best advice for how to remain it was just like, amazing disciplined yeah. and motivated. it wasn't a documentary it was a movie Oh, it was a movie. It's but full I'm on movie. Sure. Like young actors, like they're playing them. It's like their life story. Like it's really was cool. Was the dad hectic or not? Or fine. Anyway, I'll watch yeah. it. Watch it. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. Just Can I quickly there. tell you what I've learned about vision boarding? Okay. So I want us to make a vision board. Yep. For the year ahead. Pinterest vibe. The, yeah, Pinterest vibe, but it's got to be a physical thing mm. for us personally. Work and that's it. Yeah. So... I listened to this podcast with this lady called Joyce Schwartz and she is a vision board expert. She's that's her job. That's her job. She's the only expert. Oh, my God, Steph. Is that sweat it's running sweat down your arm? we're not allowed to have the aircon in Steph's room because it's too noisy and there's a drop of sweat. Can you wipe it before it falls on my desk? <laughs> Yuck. Sorry. Go on. Oh, I've got an ice pack on me. It's so hot. Okay, so. What does we she do? need to do this next week. Yeah. I'm and happy it's going to do be that. a, f- so it has to be like what Grace would do, like a ritual and a ceremony. So you light candles, you have crystals, and it has to be a physical board. Yeah. Because apparently it activates the right side of your brain, which needs to physically, like you're going back to a child creating a board. Oh. So there's a method called grabs, G R A B S. Grabs. Grabs. Sounds. So. The first thing you have to do is have a gratitude list. So on the back of the board, you write 10 to 15 lines of what you're grateful for from the year that's passed. Yes. And all the great things that have happened, but it's got to be 10 to 15. Is this personal or together? We do it together and and personal. But let's just think of it personally. Then you release and receive, which is the R. So you think about your old goals. You let go of things that didn't happen. For example, maybe your wedding. And you release all of that in a grateful way. You're like, okay. Into a fire pit? You just mentally release it. Oh, you mentally do it. Okay. We could get a fire pit into the office as well (laughs) if we want. Then we go to ask and receive. So you break down your goals into major life events and categories. So love, work, whatever. So you have to actually visualize what you want. And to visualize what you want, you actually have to meditate over it. So let's say you're envisioning your perfect wedding. Mm -hmm. You sit down with a notepad and you shut your eyes and you visualize how you want your wedding to look. I've already done a mood board for my wedding. I know, but like... Let's just say that's the example. Sorry, or visualize yeah. how we I'm want to. I'm ruining con- the example. I knew you would yep. as I was writing yep. it. Couldn't help um, myself. Okay, so let's say we're doing Cornelia. So we visualize how we want Cornelia to look. And whatever comes to your brain, you write down, whether it's a statement, a color, a symbol, da da da. And that process basically informs how you pick the images. Right. So whatever you visualize, you put down in the notebook and you need to have a mix of statements and images to activate the right and left side of the brain. Yep. Then the last thing is be and believe. So you have to live that vision. So you have to tell people about it. You have to talk about it. Talk about it. It can't be a secret, your vision board. And it has to be within vision of your day-to-day. Okay. So I think we should do that, do a proper ritual, light candles, do 
do the meditation. Sounds fun. Put it, it together. In. Lock it in the diary. Lock that Lock in. Lock it in the cow, I mean. Lock it in the cow. And then one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. So I was what? listening in, to another podcast by Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. And she's just released a book called Atlas of the Heart. Yep. And she's a really famous author and social researcher. And she did this book basically on language and how we communicate with one another and how different words mean different things. So apparently if you are if you say to me I'm really stressed, yeah. you can continue on with your day. You just need me to take some things off you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the studies have shown if you say you're overwhelmed, it means that you physically and mentally can't do anything else at that point in time. And the only thing that will reset you from the studies is like a 15-minute walk around the block. So I feel like both of us – Well, I feel like both of us always say like I'm really stressed but like we need to say like I'm mm. actually overwhelmed right now and then you'd be like, okay, yeah. go take a walk. Sounds like what my dad always tells me. Exactly. So I wanted to implement that. All right. All right. I think that's it for the, the- first podcast back. Yeah, we've got some exciting guests coming up. We're going to be filming the potties. Oh, yep. Um, She's going to take it to a whole new level, 2022. As I said, just let's let's get it to the next level, Steph. Let's do it. Hashtag Collide Advice. We've already done a lot of them. I just wanted to recommend a book, Joe Chinque's Constellation, which you're reading. Yeah, it's really good. Very good. Sorry. Yeah, the movie I was quickly going to say, but it's called King Richard. The Serena and Venus Williams documentary. Nice. And I also want to recommend Cheer. Oh, it's so good. Season two. Yeah. Very good. I love it. Um, all right. Stephanie. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.